well, who do you think you're talking to? Like, Hola hermanas, ¿cómo están? Bienvenidas a ¿Quién, ¿Quién es la más? más? Mi nombre es Gigi. And I am Braulio. Before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It would help us immensely to get the word out. We appreciate all the support. Today we're recapping La Masraga for episode episode four. So, uh, first of all, let's let's uh, apologize to the listeners that we're a little late on this. this a whole week episode. late. Yeah, it's my fault. I've been I've been sick. Um, don't worry, it's not COVID. I'm vaccinated, so I'll I'll be fine. It's just allergies at the moment. Just been dealing with that, uh, but I'm feeling better now. So I know everyone was. Um, dying to know what was going on <laughs> yeah people were messaging me everywhere they were like where is the podcast we want to see we want to hear what you think like we can't go on without knowing what you guys think of the episodes <laughs> so here we are exactly <laughs> but you'll probably get two episodes this week so um, there you go <laughs> Yes. So, um, uh, this episode, what are your feelings, thoughts before we get really, I mean, we, before we dive into it? Um, uh, <laughs> the challenge. I just feel like the material that they gave them is just too like in my view, is not that versatile. So it was a little samey from look to look. Or maybe the queens didn't like put enough um, thought into the look. Um, but I do love the idea that they had to actually make the look there and construct it there. So it it wasn't something that they purchased and or or sent off to make and then brought it on the show. So in that sense, it was kind of back to basics because um, they were basic. I'm just kidding. No. Um, so in that sense, I like that they had to be more creative yeah i love the challenge i feel like this is one of my favorite challenges they've done because it actually challenges them to do something other than just model the look a challenge challenges them yeah you would think you know they would get that by now but they haven't and this was a kind of controversial episode i think um i saw a lot of um the comments and a lot of people were not happy with said mm -hmm. um, guest on there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I relate. 
Yes. And um, so I think we're going to have some stuff to talk about. But yeah, overall, I thought it was the best episode so far. And we got a lot of content that we actually care about instead of just like a mini challenge that goes on forever and ever and ever. So I think this was um, a really good episode. Um, yeah, so let's just go right in. So denim, denim, denim. This week on La Mas Draga, the contestants are challenged to create a garment from denim Levi's clothing. For the first time in the show's history, the contestants are asked to create a look in El Camerino and present it on the runway. To complete their garments, the jewelry designer Gustavo Ulguera gives the contestants access to some of his extravagant accessories. On the main stage, the winner of the challenge, La Mas Mezclilla, is Electra Vandergelt. Sirena and Lupita Kush are placed in the bottom and have to lip sync to Rico by Manelik. In the end, Sirena is eliminated and is the next queen to be added to the drag altar. All right, let's go into the first um, part of this episode. They present the challenge, which is to create a look out of denim, which is mezclilla. That's how you you say it in Spanish, mezclilla, denim. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of them were shocked that they were actually giving them this this challenge. Yeah, so starting off the episode, um, Georgiana and Tiresias get to pick seven items from the the stuff that they gave them, which is a lot of uh, denim. Um, which it, it was Levi's denim because it was being... Um, <laughs> product placement? Yeah, it was like a product placement for Levi's. That's but, a, um, a big brand for them. That is pretty big, yeah. I was surprised too. And uh, so they have a pile of stuff there and Tiresias and Georgiana get to pick seven items first because they were in the bottom, which yeah. makes no sense. It does not. It does not at all. And I I concur with the other queens that that was really strange. They were like, so you get rewarded to pick first because you were in the bottom and you had to lip sync. That does not... How is that congruent with... Um, you're supposed to, like, not reward... <laughs> "Quote unquote," I guess, bad behavior. Um, that that was really really strange. I didn't understand that decision at all. And everyone else get only gets five five mm-hmm. items, so they get punished. <laughs> they get punished, and the bottom two last week get a reward. Yeah, this was really weird. I thought I think this is a. Not the way they should keep going if they they want to create a, a more fair, I guess, a competition. And yeah. unless they're just being favored, maybe. Maybe they want to go farther. So that's why. I think they were just trying to... Because remember, was it, I think, was it last season? The season of the twists? <laughs> and they just had, like, different things... Uh, thrown in there just to, I guess, make it more dramatic. 
yeah, more dramatic or more quote unquote like interesting for the viewer. But if it doesn't make sense, it's just gonna piss people off. <laughs> I think that's what they were trying. They were probably trying to create that like drama between them so they can fight and be like, why did you get this? But um, it didn't really cause anything. Mm-mm. It didn't really work for that reason. So um, I think after this, we move on to the workroom. And we there's a whole bunch of stuff that needs to be covered during this uh, portion because they just keep talking, talking, talking. They don't really talk about their looks much. I think they more talk about personal things or... Um, oh, no, they don't go into the workroom. Sorry. So for some reason, they just interject like this the scene where we're we're being told that Electra, Electra and Tiresias have a crush on each other, which is it was just random. It was just thrown in there, like it had nothing to do with the challenge or nothing. It was just thrown in there, but yeah, I guess they have a crush on each other. Yeah, you know, I think that is. I think they were in the Camerino Knicks when that was happening too. Um, oh, they might have been. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the order was a little strange. Or I guess they had that little bit of them constructing their looks, and then the rest was like the makeup. Um, I guess that's how they made the difference. But yeah, it it turns into Project Runway for a little bit with um, Pepe Dale or like Tim Guns uh, walking around the workroom and stuff. Yeah, and then Gustavo Guerra brings his accessories. And all the girls kind of consult with him. Mm-hmm. He has like a table of all his stuff. Yeah. Of all his jewelry. Having and... a yard sale. Yeah. <laughs> Although they don't actually get to keep it. So. Yeah, you later swap me. Um, they just have to sell their their dignity in order to <laughs> to even get to. Yeah. Work. I mean, this is when we see uh, the drama starting. <laughs> yes. A one-sided drama, from what it looks yeah. like. Because um, Veracruz, everyone else just kind of has this smooth kind of um, um, talk with him. And he kind of recommends, oh, we should do this, we should do this. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then we go to Veracruz when we get to her. And she's just like, well, you know what? I don't, I really just want to be more, because I think he asks her, like, oh, what do you want to do? What's your look like? And how do you want to style it or accessorize it? And he, <laughs> and she's just like, uh, Veracruz just points out that she wants to be more selective and kind of <laughs> let the emphasis be on the garment and not really <laughs> just, you know, be all about the accessories. And that's when Mr. Gustavo Elguera kind of, you know, clutches his pearls and se ataca when she says that and he's all like, well, who do you think you're talking to? Like, mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing. And it's like, calm down. She did not mean it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Gustavito was like, so sassy. <laughs> and I didn't, um, I didn't know how to take that scene uh, because I thought maybe Gustavito was like, kind of playing around and kind of little like poking mm-hmm. fun just uh, having like some banter with Veracruz but 
yeah. but then one we have the confessionals of the other queens and they're like i would never talk to a guest like that and um and then obviously we have the scene afterwards which means that he was he was not happy about vera's response um but i don't think yeah i don't think vera meant it that way at all at least that's now how i took it um it just felt like to me one this was a guest um, probably someone that they um know or at least they felt that reverence that they were going to be able to wear his jewelry to kind of compliment their looks so in that instant i'm sure they were like nervous and stuff to to talk to someone like that to talk to the guest and um i, I just think that that's how that's how i saw veracruz like maybe she was nervous and she he was she was just like you know she talks a lot so she was just going mm -hmm. on and on and on um and it just came off the wrong way or it was taken the wrong way but like to me what she was saying was more of like i want to take into account the placement of each piece so that um it complements the look not overpowers it yeah um i think this is more on gustavo's side like he took it the wrong way i didn't take it that way when she said it i didn't and you can tell pepe and Tel didn't even think about it either because they were i was looking at their faces and they were just they didn't even react to when she said it she they didn't even react until gustavo said something back and they were like oh oh okay like mm -hmm. now that he made it a problem or he mm -hmm. took it that way that's when they reacted so that's when i was like oh so nobody in the room even thought anything of it until his ego got in the way and was like how dare you yeah and there was obviously uh gustavito had some problems with uh sirena as well which mm -hmm. i don't know I don't know that they showed us what happened because this was like a like a scene prior to Vera and like the extent of it of what we saw like when they were interacting when Gustavito and Sirena were interacting it it seemed fine like I didn't see any issue at all um but the confessionals which I don't know if they were true or if they were cut from a different scene or, but the confessionals, um, Sirena was like rolling her eyes and stuff, but it wasn't like there that it happened. So I don't understand where that came from either. That seemed like that what was made up in Gustavito's mind. <laughs> This was for me a, the editors trying to paint sirena in a, this kind of dismissive way like mm -hmm. she's disrespecting him because like you said she didn't say anything at all like nothing the only thing that gave you an incentive to believe that she was being rude or dismissive is the confessionals mm -hmm. when she was rolling her eyes which can be taken from any scene like at mm -hmm. any time when she's just mm -hmm. sitting there like they could just record it that <laughs> the just because he they try to try to 
um, create this narrative of her being like very kind of dismissive of his opinions because he just when when they show those clips of her rolling her eyes, it's when he's kind of uh, telling her or asking her, "Oh, wouldn't you wear this? It would complement this and this." And then she was just like looking at it and she's like, "Oh yeah, maybe." Mm-hmm. But then you, you cut to those scenes and then she's rolling her eyes. So this was an editing trying to assassin I think her so. character for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and which is why it surprised me that um, it was brought up later on during the judging. Yeah, and we'll get there because I have thoughts on that. So after this scene, we hear Moralisa say something about how the rest of the girls last week were telling her to prepare for the lip sync or kind of like make, and that made her feel a little insecure and so she kind of just hashes it out with them and none of them really say anything kind of, um, I mean, they all kind of say, oh, we cared about you. So that's why we were checking up on you and whatever. But um, she was feeling a little left out, mm-hmm. I guess, or ganged up on. Um, and then they go on to talk about brands and how they how some brands, because this has to do with Levi's and Levi's is trying to say that, oh, we support the LGBTQIA community and every, like the whole year round. Like 365. Yeah. Yeah, not just some pride. Yeah, and other brands are just like, just on Pride Month. Hi, we're coming out. <laughs> Which does, it does happen. Um, and it's pretty... It's pretty infuriating, but at the same time, it's like hard to tell. Like at this point, like who do you, who can you trust? Um, and even if, even if a brand is showing one thing, like if a CEO or something of the company, sometimes when they speak and they, they put a foot in their mouth, so then it's like, so the brand is saying something, but then the the people in who manage the brand they are um being like anti-lgbt uh then how are you supposed it's just it's just very difficult situation at that point so it's hard to trust any of them Uh, but some of us we just see a rainbow and we're like oh yeah that's cute i'm gonna buy that (laughs) yeah and everything i mean for me maybe i'm this is a little controversial i don't know I don't care about brands representing me. I don't give a fuck. Sorry. Um, as long as they're not, you know, being evil to to people or causing harm. Um, I think their product speaks more. Like I buy from brands that develop a good product. Because everything has been so politicized now that if you don't believe this way, oh, well, I'm not supporting you if you don't believe in the things that I believe. Well, I'm not shopping there. And it's fine if you want to go, like, if you want to do that. But I don't think a um, company should should kind of uh, be obligated to support every single thing that you believe in. Um, and even if a brand is coming out with, oh, we support LGBTQ. That can be a, a, that's also like just a marketing ploy in its own, you know? Like that's also just trying to sell to 
to uh, this deep, these people, you never really know, I guess it's my point, yeah. how they actually really feel because they're just trying to make money. Yeah, and that's kind of what they were talking about because uh, Georgiana brought up that it, when it gets down to it, sometimes these brands that are supposedly supporting them, they don't even want to pay them. Like they don't need, they want to pay them in like in their crap. <laughs> oh yeah. Just by giving, giving them like gift baskets and stuff instead of come on, like these people need to make money for the work that they uh, put into the event and stuff. So um, yeah. So it's just empty, empty promises, empty talk sometimes. Um I, it's yeah. one thing, like you said, like it's one thing where not every company or product or whatever is every brand is not obligated, obviously, to um, uh, represent you because everyone's so diverse, so they can't like 100% be you. But I think it is, I, I do take it to heart when they use hateful speech or they say one thing um like for example during pride month and then later they're either supporting other causes that work against that um i mean just me personally i do take that into account whether I give a company money as well, but yeah, it, I don't know. It's it's just a complicated thing. Yeah. Um. So after they talk about this, uh, I don't know if I should even mention this. Tires, they kind of talk about how Tiresia has an OnlyFans that is not explicit. She says, um, she just kind of throws it out there. She's just kind of promoting it she's like oh i'm sure you guys can find it it's not that hard or whatever um so good for her she's promoting i'm sure i am 100 percent sure that people are gonna go look for it so yeah thousands of new subscriptions now <laughs> i mean probably this this show gets almost a million views every episode so yeah you cannot falter for that and then sirena she kind of she's kind of over the political challenges because most of the challenges that they've had has to be like with a message or like taking uh, um, or just representing some kind of uh, um, whether it's political or social message. And she's just like, I just want to do like drag, like a social, not like social, like a glamour or, you know, just artistic things. And then some of the girls, we know she just wants to be pretty. (laughs) And then, well, yeah, they kind of have a talk about that, and some of them don't agree. Um, but, I mean, you just have to do the challenge that they give you. You know, I get not wanting to always have a message behind it because sometimes they don't know what they're talking about even. They're just doing it because they that's what the popular thing is to say. So, for mm-hmm. me, I agree, I agree to, like, if you're doing it in outside of competition, of course, I agree. Like, if you don't really know what you're talking about, don't, don't you shouldn't really speak on something. But I don't think they were necessarily political challenges. Um, I think it they, it was left up to their interpretation. 
because most of them didn't even go that way. It was only a handful of the queens who actually uh, tried to weave a political message into their presentation on the runway. So I don't agree with her. But don't you feel like those people have gotten extra points just because of that? Um, possibly, but it doesn't mean that the people who didn't do it could not have gotten extra points because of other things. Like they could have, I don't know, been more creative. Um, I don't know, something to call the judge's attention. They could get points for that. It's just different. Um, like... Who was it that brought it up? I think it was Georgiana. I think it was a past episode during the retroalimentación where she's like basically saying like you should like you should judge everyone differently. Yeah. Because everyone has different strengths. Yeah, I mean, you can't really It's it's just tough in in that situation. Like how do you approach judging so it's just going to be up to each individual judge at, at that point whatever they like and it, it always has been because you get some you get some good feedback from some of the judges and then letal comes in and just like shuts it down oh yeah i mean there has <laughs> to be week. somebody that slaps them back into yeah. reality or you know yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, they can get points for certain things. And sometimes when they do political challenge or they want to do something with a message, sometimes it doesn't work. And I yeah. think they've mentioned that like, oh, it's just the message was good, but like the outfit like, is wh- just trash. Yeah, or, or the other way saying like, what does your message actually mean? Like some of the ones that actually had to take the mic and explain it, those have gotten some. Yeah. Um, negative feedback. Okay, so after they're talking about that, they move on to, um, I guess, Lupita Kush and Georgiana struggle with eating disorders. I don't know if there's much to say about that, but it's just pretty sad to hear this. And um, I'm sure it's yeah, a pretty it's common just... thing, though, in not not just in society, but like in in the drag scene as well yeah yeah and i I think it's known that it's uh common in the lgbt uh community Mm -hmm. i guess Mm -hmm. so this uh camerino scene was all over the place this week so many topics (laughs) um I feel like they could have just stuck to a couple of ones and just like kind of weave them together and save the other ones for our other episodes. That was too much bouncing around. We went from OnlyFans to eating disorders. Yeah, that's a stretch. Um, and you can see Tiresia stretch on her OnlyFans. Um, no, but... I feel like the producers were throwing topics out or something. Some of them felt like a little produced, like, oh, how do you do this? And, oh, don't you have like this, oh, like yeah. an eating disorder? And then they were like, 
Yeah, I do. So yeah. I, I think that's what was happening. They have they have a a prop wig somewhere filled with little uh, with topics like on, written on a paper, and they just close their eyes and pick one. And that's what I would not be surprised. Is. Do not, <laughs> and you know that's a joke, but I would not be surprised if that's true. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the runway. Uh, again, the category is La Mas Mezclilla. So we're looking for whoever did the best job at creating a look from denim. The first one up on the runway is Veracruz. What did you think of Veracruz? Did this give you... You're, gonna, you're probably going to say that. But this gave, me, this gave me Alaska vibes. Maybe it's just like the hair. It just reminded me of Alaska. Um, it's just so... I think I don't like... The combination of this jewelry with denim at all, um, and I, I, I will say that for most of them, if not all of them, I just don't think the denim looks good with that much jewelry or that type of jewelry. It's just, I think it cheapens the jewelry, <laughs> and it doesn't let the the denim shine or the design shine. Um, and obviously, this look is just not very well constructed at all. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like this. There's not much to not, not much to wow you. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I think it's one of the weakest, if not the weakest. The concept, I mean, she was going for the Senorita Mezclilla, like kind of pageant. Didn't really serve me that. Uh, it needed to be super polished for that to work and um, and the hair could have been more pageanty. So and then the outfit itself. Let's talk about I mean the outfit is just super basic. She just sewed two two things together and that was it. Um, she just looked like she belonged in Jazzy. I don't even know how to do a jet. Joyzy. Joyzy. Sure. Joyzy Shaw. I don't know. Uh, Joyzy Shaw. Uh, yeah, I feel like they would do this better, to be honest. Snooki would kill this challenge. <laughs> and I don't like the jewelry. I think it's too, that necklace is way too big. It covers her whole neck. doesn't really give her a neck. And yeah, it was just all over the place. So the next one up is Sirena. What did you think about Sirena? same <laughs> um i like this one a little better but it just looks pretty like there's not much to look at like it's bien cuadradita, and she's supposed to be some sort of denim bride or something uh i don't know it's just it looks very cheap as well um i liked her makeup but i can see what I think Letal said around the eyes, it just looks um, a little off. Like it makes her her eyes look like smaller or kind of cross-eyed. Yeah, it's the eyebrows. I think the eyebrows are too high. Mm. 
but yeah, it's just nothing impressive. I completely disagree. I was so impressed with this. I loved the silhouettes. I loved the reference or the this idea of being like a denim bride. Love that. Um, is it a, like super wow? No, but it's so polished. Like she said, she there's not like uh, like an like a hemline that's unfinished. Like everything looks so good. It doesn't look like she made that there. Looks like she brought that. So I love this. I thought it was great. And then the jewelry doesn't take away from the outfit. You're looking at the outfit. You're not looking at the jewelry. So to me, this was... I loved it. She could have sold it better on the runway. I would say that. Like played up a little bit more like a bride on her wedding day. But um, yeah, I disagree. I, I love this. Don't you think it's funny that the standard is... It doesn't look like she made it there. It looks like she brought it <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, backwards. No, I get it's it. Got a look, it, but... you know, like a look can be straps put together. Talking about straps, here we go with paper cut. What did you think about paper cut? <laughs> uh, so this look is a little like reggae, hippie, like uh, amoripas, and I don't know. The construction's pretty. Obviously, it's always it's always good with paper cut. Um, I don't like like uh, the happy faces and stuff. They, they just look like emojis stuck on her. Uh, it does uh, it does go with the theme, but maybe uh, he could have done like peace signs or you know like the little circles. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the symbol. Um, the symbol, yeah. Yeah, that would have been a little cuter, I think, or more more to the point of what Paper Cut was trying to say. Um, like always, I, I really like the creativity that Paper Cut puts into the looks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this was one of the more creative ones. I think this is my favorite one. I just loved the... The different sort of textures, the way that she did the heat at the fringe, the col- the pop of color to add. So it's not just like denim, it's also like yellow and this tool on her hand. Um, I do agree with the happy faces. Those I could live without. Um, but I loved it. I thought it was great. I got the reference, like the hippie thing. It was the bell bottoms look awesome. Flower pop. Um flower power the makeup I could have done without the white face I think for this outfit I would have loved to see it with just like a more um, skin tone but I loved it I thought it was um, my favorite look uh, the next one on the runway is Lupita Kush this for me was so bad probably I already said the other one was the worst but this might be the worst there's no design element. There's nothing to it. There's no thought. I mean, maybe there are thoughts, but these thoughts get lost in this outfit because she's doing this thing where she's pulling like that paper from her mm. mouth that just mm. goes on forever. Mm-hmm. That had nothing to do with this outfit. Exactly. It went on for too long. Yeah, like why are you doing a magic trick for this challenge? 
which is not even magic trick or whatever. It, yeah, I, I didn't understand that at all. Um, and obviously, it's just like a halter top and Daisy Dukes. It's just not. I don't know. It's not what I want. It's it's just very simple. Um, and obviously, the construction left a lot to be desired as well. Um, I do like the choice of jewelry. Not that it went with this look, but um, exactly like it was like the neck up is great, um, and then everything else is, does not go with that. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's move on to Rebel Mork. What did you think about Rebel Mork? Rebel, I like it. It just feels like a lot of like a lot of ideas thrown in together and it's kind of like hard to uh, pinpoint okay what do I want to look at um, the main thing was that Rebel really sold it on the runway <laughs> maybe a little too much <laughs> she was shaking her ass on the runway the whole time obviously having a good time um, the construction's not good at all. Mm-mm. Um, like it just—I I don't think she even sewed anything. I think she just kind of cut, glued and uh, cut. Yeah, yeah. It just made some cutouts and yeah, those. And even her scissor skills are like mine, just like kindergarten. Um. Yeah, I just I liked her attitude and like you said from the neck up um as well on this one. This is interesting because now that you're saying this and in the salseo Veracruz mentions that if maybe if she was going for more of a a punk kind of distress like a punk look that she would have gotten better critiques because you wouldn't have to be as polished so she was kind of I mean throwing a little shade and I can see but now I can see what she means because I'm looking at this and yes it's just like the shorts are just cut there's no seam they're just cut and it looks good though because it's a punk look like she's selling it with the attitude and with this stylistic choice Um, I could have done without the glasses Um, some of the accessories eh, could have done without but overall, I like the vision. I like her style. So for me, this is a good look. Let's blame Gustavito. No, literally, yes. All right, the next one up is Tiresias. What did you think of Tiresias? La momia. Um, it's interesting that there's not much denim to it. <laughs> and the, the, I guess, the largest piece of denim that she was wearing, she put holes in it. And that's it. So similar to Rebel, it's just just like, oh, let me cut this down, Um, deconstructed, but not in a very thoughtful way at all. Uh, And then by the end, like, she just takes everything off as always. Um, Again, promoting the OnlyFans. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, so it's just like, then what was... The challenge was denim, right? So then, why was that not the the focus? Um, I love the crown, though, and the accessories. I think 
the accessories just were right on the mark. I uh, just wish D-Dices would have used the denim side of the challenge a lot better. Yeah, I think you said it best. The accessories were the focus point of this look instead of the denim. So this is a fail. It's not going to cut it like that shirt she cut. It made the guests happy. Of course. Because <laughs> he probably decided everything for her. Um, all right. The next one up is Georgiana. And she supposedly, according to the judges, looks like Jessica Simpson. Um, yeah, that's a stretch. But um, I don't like this look at all. I think it's pretty messy. There's no really design to it. It's just a bodice. Mm-hmm. with cut shorts that are so high that her butt's coming out, literally. Yeah. And then the jewelry is doesn't go with the outfit. Like, nothing yeah. of this jewelry should be on her. Yeah. The cheeks are flashing and not much else. Like, everything... You can tell the construction's not there. Um... Yeah, and the accessorizing just does not go with whatever she's trying to to say. Um, this was not good. And then I don't like that little, I don't know, what is it? Like a crown thing? It just looks like a, I'm sorry, but it looks like a bird poop on her head. <laughs> like it's just purring down her face. It's just, it doesn't look good. No, that would look good on hair that's short. And like maybe dark hair, so you can tell that it's there. Mm-hmm. No, it's just the throwaway jewelry. Yeah, it wasn't good at all. The next one up is La Morra Lisa. I like the colors and some of the styling. Like I like the hair, um, but I just didn't. I don't love this look. I feel like it just kind of does nothing for her and. I get that she's being a little like kind of like artistic and you know kind of quirky whatever but I would have loved to see more from this outfit I just I don't know to me it just she could have done more for the for the looks that she has done um in past runways I wanted something more what did you think yeah I just I think it looks unfinished um she probably ran out of time. Uh, not to give her an excuse, but <laughs> it just looks unfinished to me. Um, and usually, Moralisa's details are right on point, and this week they are not. Like the stripes on the denim, they they just look. I mean, obviously they're painted on, and that's that's what they look like. And but it doesn't look like intentional uh it could be but it just doesn't it doesn't look that way and the um the fact that she has to she had to stop the runway and explain um her message Mm -hmm. that's never a good thing (laughs) uh plus when i think the focus of her message was like well, for one, she, I guess they, right? Because they were coming out as non- non-binary on stage. Mm-hmm. 
and um, and I don't know I don't know if when they are in drag they identify as they as well or she but um but yeah the details were not there and the uh the the paint on the stomach it, it looks unfinished like you can tell that they wanted to put some blue on there but it just it looks washed out so i don't know what happened maybe just sweating a little bit too much waiting for their turn but when you get to the the tummy it it just breaks the whole look apart in my in my eyes it just doesn't it doesn't look good can we talk about how georgiana and Tiresias had seven items to pick from or they got seven items and they came out with the least amount of clothes on <laughs> <laughs> Tiresias literally didn't come out with any denim and Georgiana came with her ass out. It's like, you had seven <laughs> items, what did you do? Where are those seven items? That's true. <laughs> um, the next one on the runway is Edis XC. What did you think of Edis? <laughs> um, my review of Edis's look is... I'm just gonna pick my nose and flick a bogey onto the microphone here. Oh, that's what she did, right? <laughs> yeah, that was really strange. Uh, I guess it was kind of portraying her personality, but it was a little weird to me. I don't know. Um, just not a fan of, of that. I don't know. It's just middle of the road to me. I like I like the look. I think it's another one that went uh, grungy, right? And rebellious. And that's probably, I guess, flicking mocos is rebellious these days. Um, but and the I think the accessories work, and I don't understand the um, the the eyes that she put on mm -hmm. there. Like, what is that? Like why did what was that choice? I don't, I don't understand what that was about. Um, it, I mean, it was a it was a cool look, but not um, not well executed. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, I think that's what it is. I think this is a mess. I did not like anything. I did not like the way she sold it. I didn't like the outfit. I don't like the color. Uh, I have no idea where she got the top from. Is it even denim? I have no idea. It did not fit her well. It was just not great. I didn't like it at all. The next one up is uh, Lexa Fox. Um, Lexa was a mess to me again. Um, another... I always wanna, I wanna like her, but I just, so far I'm not impressed, and I feel like she's just getting by. <laughs> Yeah, she's getting by on her charm, on, you know, being this, uh, like, really young queen. I mean, she has potential, but it's just, like, not... She's not bringing it. I feel like her best runway so far, I think, was the first runway and maybe her promo look. And then after that, everything's been, like, whoa. It's just not styled well. The fact that she just put the whole jewelry on her face is just a bad choice, I think. The hair color could have been a darker color so it can make the jewelry pop. Just bad choices overall. And then the look, the denim look, 
it was like non-existent it was just like her cutting up some kind of corset and putting yeah everyone kind of, wants uh, to go on. for that deconstructed look but it's hard to make that look well because then it ends up looking like messy if there's no like intention or um if you don't have the experience with working that type of material too um i do like i like the slick back hair um and i don't think i don't think the 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 jewelry over the face is that uh, bad but i just don't think it goes with the vibe of the look all right the next one up is electra vandergilt what did you think of her look a really cool look lots of different uses of denim like she has she has a fringe going on and then she has like basically she constructed kind of her own uh pants and boots in in a way um yeah it's like chaps yeah yeah it's true yeah and she kind of likes um, i don't know there's just a lot of creativity to to the look uh, I think where it falls apart a little bit is in like the chest area, um, but it's a really cool look. Now, was the um, was the mic supposed to be on, or was it just edited because no. they didn't have the rights to the song? Or that was I don't think so. I feel like she was just presenting like I mean, a rock. Mm, yeah. uh, like singers or performing. something yeah yeah i did not live for this look like the judges were so wait isn't she the winner i think she was the winner um yeah yeah she won <laughs> i was not living for it i feel like the best parts are the jewelry or like the at least without the jewelry it would just fall apart like the, it wouldn't be as impactful and i want to see a look that it's just complimented by the jewelry like oh you notice the jewelry afterwards and even if you take it off it's still like a great look and i feel like this look is is kind of make or break it without the jewelry like the jewelry's kind of what makes it so i don't love that and then it's just not constructed as well I like the vibe of it. I just was not, I was not living for it. I don't know. Everybody else was so, so crazy for it. I just didn't get it. I, I honestly didn't. Um, but um, yeah. Um, the next uh, queen on the runway is Cifer. And I was a little, a little just, I, was, I guess I was expecting more from her because she has brought amazing looks. But this is a good look still. Like, not like I was super disappointed. Like, she has a vision. She has a theme. It's made well. So for me, this is a really good look. I feel like you can see that she actually thinks about what she's going to make. And um, it's not just like, oh, I just want to look cute or pretty. Huh, eh. It's like, no, I want to... Um, kind of do this kind of era and yeah I, I appreciate that I appreciate that she has a vision for her looks was it my favorite no but I do like it what did you think yeah similarly I I like it and I see the effort in it um, 
just the silhouette is not my favorite. Um, I don't know if it, it, it was even possible or especially with the amount of material that they that they were given, uh, especially if you weren't one of the ones that lip synced last week, apparently. Um, but I would have liked like something with more volume um, from the waist down. I think that could have uh, looked a little better. Um, and most of them, or none of, well, I guess I was gonna say none of them made like a like a pantsuit or something with pants to kind of, but I guess they were maybe trying to get away from it being jeans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I can see that. But I don't know. There's something about the silhouette that just not my fave. Uh, but I like the idea and I like the accessories, the gloves. Um, there's there's ideas there. There's some creativity there. It's just, I don't think it, it, it was pulled completely together. And yeah, she's definitely had some great looks um, prior to this, so it's slightly disappointing. But at least she was not at the bottom. Yeah, no. Very far from it. All right. So after the runway, we find out that, of course, Miss um, Electra Vandergild is the winner. And uh, Sirena and Lupita Kush are in the bottom. And uh, Sirena ends up going home. Um, we do see that before they deliberate who or who they decide who's going to lip sync, uh, Gustavo Elguera has the option to give one of the queens, one of the bottom three, which is um, Lupita Kush, Van, uh, Lupita Kush, Electra, and Veracruz, landing the bottom three. And he has the opportunity to give three stars or like three extra points to whoever he wants to. Mm-hmm. And this is when he's like, well, you were disrespectful. And he says that to Veracruz. And, and he makes it personal. Very personal. And pretty much like kind of like he kind of goes in. He's like, you are so disrespectful. Um, um, it didn't even let her respond. Yeah. She wanted to respond and like she raised her hand to kind of just respond to what he was saying. And he was like, no, I don't want to hear it. Like you were just, you're lucky that you have, that this is about denim. And so I'm giving the stars to you. And so she's saved. And then he kind of goes in on Sirena as well and says, that she, oh, you're just kind of dismissive. You kind of think too much of yourself. <laughs> So yeah, what did you think of that? That was kind of crazy. I completely agree with Gustavito. No, I'm just kidding. No, I was, <laughs> I was just like angry for both of them because I feel like it was a misunderstanding. And when just because you're the guest and you're the person with the name which um, by the way I never I didn't even know who he was but anyway (laughs) it does not give you the right to shut someone down like that Um, at least let them tell their side of the story and maybe in that moment you could have gotten an apology which is isn't that what 
you wanted or what the hell did you want um you were just yeah. trying to um make them feel worse or what like i i don't understand what the point uh of it was so and then when when yadi <laughs> kind of doubled down uh, oh and my was gosh. like <laughs> um yeah, like she immediately was like, "No, I'm so pissed off." And then that during, I mean, the good thing was that they weren't they weren't up there anymore. So it was just when they were deliberating. But yeah, I don't know. She just took his side automatically when wearing his jewelry. Yeah, <laughs> but you would think, why wouldn't you defend your girls? your queens uh, at least give them a chance to speak mm-hmm. um, and tell their side of the story um, because as we know like there are some really r- r- rude disrespectful famous people and then I mean non-famous people as well and there's also some people but uh, I guess it's just like in that in that instant Gaddy thought that was more important to, to be on the guest side than backing up their queen so I don't know I don't know this left me feeling so gross it was so so just icky the fact that these people are not even allowing somebody to say what they want to say like even have a word explain themselves apologize anything they think it's okay to just be like have this guest judge have all the power over them and Mm -hmm. kind of dangle this kind of like their their fate Mm -hmm. in his hands and kind of like oh well you didn't like me well he's kind of dangling in front of them and like kind of playing with their emotions and it's just so gross it's like Mm -hmm. it felt like he had all the power and they couldn't do anything about it like they have no chance of even because if they speak back they're gonna look like they're being disrespectful and and he he didn't want to hear it so they didn't even have the chance to and then yadi going in and oh my gosh the fact that she was so pissed off like without even knowing the full story how are you gonna make have an opinion not only that but the fact that she made an she made a decision to put sirena in the bottom because of that reason mm-hmm. when with not even letting her talk that is if she would have just said i'm pissed off but then but she still did a good job okay i would understand that but she based her whole decision of putting her in the bottom just on that alone on taking the word of this person that has just come in hasn't been there doesn't really know these queens um it is just so, ugh, I just got grossed out. I was just like, no, this is so icky. I would feel so bad. Like, I felt bad for them. I felt so bad for them. Mm-hmm. And um, and Sirena made an Instagram post where she kind of said what she mm-hmm. wanted to say. Mm-hmm. She said that she didn't, she did not offend anybody, period. She was always cordial, professional, 
And that's all she had to say. She didn't say like, she didn't go in on him. But, Mm -hmm. you know, that shows her character. So, yeah, I I just felt so, so horrible for them. (sighs) This was just, it was a bad episode for that reason. This just kind of like, it was a great episode till that point. And I was just like, oh, this is not going good. Definition of cringe. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It, It just felt like you were watching someone. I mean, it didn't feel like it. It was it like someone with power beating up on two people who don't have the power in that moment. Um, and they weren't allowed to, again, tell their side of the event um, or even apologize or something for. And then the fact that um, the rest of the judges, they didn't say anything. Uh, yeah. Like someone else could have interjected and be like, well, um, I do want to hear their side of the story. Like, why not let them talk? Um, Mm -hmm. no one said anything everyone just stood quiet and yeah it it was just messy 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 and And it cost Sirena her place yep that's it that they sent her home because of that period and did you notice well I'm sure you noticed but remember when so they go to the uh they deliberate. Well, they get their critiques, then they go back to El Salceo, uh-huh. Untuck, whatever you want to call it, and then they come back. Veracruz doesn't have any jewelry on, mm-hmm. and and then this guy, he's like, "Well, why don't you have any jewelry on?" Yeah, and then it was just like, "Okay, this he's just doing this to fuck with them," and she's like, "Well, I don't want to mess up your jewelry." And he's like, well, that's not your problem. You're not the one taking a risk with the jewelry, making it seem like she was wrong for taking it off. And then we go to the lip sync and none of them have jewelry on. It's like, <laughs> what the hell are you talking uh, about? I this man I didn't is... notice if they all had jewelry. No, yeah. Look back and none, Sirena and Lupita, not a, not a stone was on them. Everything was off. Mm. Wow. I was like, this is so gross. Ugh. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, in that moment when I saw her without the jewelry, I was like, oh no, something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like my stomach just sank. And I was like, because we, we've also gotten to know Vera throughout these past four episodes and I can totally see her doing it out of spite or not even spite, but out of anger and disappointment that um, she was done wrong. And it's like, uh, why do I want this on my body when this person who made it or designed it, who's attached to this, to this bad memory now that soured my memories of this, challenge now i don't want to have to represent that um or have anything to do with that 
So I can I can see her doing it out of that, but um, and I still I do think she did it out of that, but I don't I don't blame her. It just I don't know. It was just not the most mature way to handle it. But in the moment, it's just like, how can one react? And guess who's gonna who who's providing the crown and the jewelry? <laughs> Shut up! Yes, he's the one that per- oh, that no. makes the crown. Oh no! <laughs> That's why he's there. <laughs> so she's not winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is yeah, is it was pretty disgusting. All right. Anything else that you want to say about this episode? The just the lip sync. Uh, I could tell that Sirena seemed defeated already. Um, well, she was up there and she didn't she didn't know the words either. So uh, her fate was sealed at that point. Plus, obviously, like she had bad blood with Gustavito. So. Yeah. Yeah, such a great queen. I was expecting her to go all the way. So polished. Um, not a lot of personality, but you know what? I I I I usually liked what she was bringing on the runway. So it's sad to see her go. All right. Um. So let them know where they can find us. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Guinness Lamas where we will post the looks of the week <laughs> this time you'll get double because <laughs> yeah it'll be for last week's episode since we're recording this um on monday and for this week's episode as well um so lots to look at <laughs> and um, we have our email address as well uh, podcast at gmail.com send us any comments y- yeah <laughs> what else oh please um, don't forget to rate the podcast um, wherever it is that you listen to or iTunes and leave a review if you'd like as well it would help us a lot um, to get up the ranks so that our podcast is actually visible <laughs> Um, and yeah, where can they find you, Gigi? You can find me on Instagram if you want to follow me at yes, it's Gigi. And, uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you for whoever's listening. You guys, um, are awesome for listening to our podcast. Um, so yeah, just a little thank you for listening. And, um, yeah, that's it. We will see you next week. Bye. Adios. This week. We'll see you this week. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Forgot. We went from OnlyFans to eating disorders.